focused on trying to hone this craft, witchcraft. I hope the brujas let this last. That was the great sounds of Watts with Outside on WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven. Myself, pressing with my partner in crime, Long Island raised, Elm City made, EZ Blues is in the building. Easy Blues, you're better with introductions more than me. Who do we have this today on Behind the Brand? Has anyone want to be introduced by Miles Morales before? Because I feel like I'm being introduced by Miles Morales, and I'm really loving that right now. I'm digging this look for you. I love to stare upon your face, but now this Thank is even, you so much. even better. So uh, I just wanted to take the time out to like give you props for this. I did not realize this was the uh, oh, cosplay you. edition of, of Behind the Brand, but apparently it's the cosplay edition of Behind the Brand. You know, we got surprise people every brand. now and then. I think it's appropriate. Yeah, of course. You know, we got we got surprise people every now and then, especially with the guests. I think it's, you know, I have to set, set the mood. I get you. Know? I get you. I get you. So, so, so now, 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 now that we've, we, we've, you know, ladies and gentlemen, the wonderful time in the world, your mind into the world of pure imagination. Come with me and you'll see in a world of pure imagination. Understand that it is the bond between two that creates something that is so wonderful that there can be amazement. And to forever and ever, whether it be through intoxication, whether it be through the pen to paper, whether it be through the images that warp and twist our minds, we are forever, ever, 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 ever subject to the wonderful world of imagination. We've had amazing musicians on this show. We have had amazing writers on this show. And today, once again, from our most favoritest form of art and communication, we have the amazing, the incredible, the phantasmagorical Mark Frankel and Alan, a last name I'm not going to pronounce, (laughs) and I'll have him correct me later. Uh, I think it's... I mean, I feel like I should correct you on the first name. It's Alex. Yeah, not Alex. Alex. <laughs> I, was, I was just about to say that. <laughs> the thing was small. The thing was small. All right. I, 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 you know, I had a lot of coffee this morning. Some craziness mm-hmm. had happened. All right. The first yeah, was the yeah. last. The last was the first. And we are here with Wayward Media to talk about the amazingness right. that is We're Wayward Raven Media. Wayward Raven. Yeah, go check it out. And anything, comic books. Boom! Yeah, I, I knew there was a second part of it. Wayward Raven Media. Now, you guys do comic books. You guys do drawings. We actually met you at the Connecticut uh, Connect, uh, Connecticon. Yeah, uh, terrific. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, I am off on oh, so many things I, today. I, I'm going to blame uh, myself with the suit. He didn't realize this was coming. So I'm just going to blame myself. So I, I yeah, apologize word. to the guests. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 bit, like, no. You, you know, like this. It's 100% my fault. I took a sleeping okay. pill last night. And uh, now I'm here. You, you took a sleeping pill last night? Mm-hmm. Let's get up, man. Let's get excited. We got some great people with us today. I'm behind the bar, right. easy. Let's go. Well, for for now, for now, the word now, now that I've completely butchered. Uh, and hey, you want to know something? <laughs> it's been four years since I've butchered an intro, so I, you know, that's pretty good odds. Pretty good mm-hmm. odds. Well, but now that I've completely, I feel like it's on. I feel like it's on brand for us because we butcher everything we do. So it is, oh, it's just it's us that's affecting you. It's not you. It's us. <laughs> well, no, see, but this is one of the coolest things. Is we knew when we were at Terrificon. Like, you guys were actually, like, the first people we talked to. Um, and we knew right from mm-hmm. jump, like, one, you guys are a heck of a lot of fun. Two, your artwork was amazing. I think uh, Preston actually pr- purchased two pieces. Or maybe I think you had a buy two, yep. get one free piece thing going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was really dope. And you do these incredible mashup type of things. So what brought you guys to deciding that uh, creativity and comic books uh, were the way that you guys wanted to be? Oh, well, I mean, Mark and I, we've been, we've been comic fans from the jump. I mean, you know, and that's kind of how we met too. The funny part is like, so Mark, you want to tell the backstory or should I tell the origin story? Uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll start and then you, and then you kind of move on, right? You, you, you pick it up. But I mean, so, so we have another partner, Josh, 
um he and i had been writing for for a while we we actually were writing um we were writing stage plays and we had all these kind of cool ideas of stuff we want to do stuff that's just very different outside the ordinary and um it wasn't the right medium and we had been comic book fans for years it was just one of those things that like we we didn't really think about it for some reason we didn't put two and two together and then um we actually were were at new york comic-con um that year and started looking around thinking you know this is something we could do this is the right medium for what we want to do and why it didn't dawn on us before i think we had to get hit over the head with the sledgehammer or something but uh um you know that that's that's also on brand for us sadly but um you, you know uh, that that just kind of so we we started actually creating comic books we started writing together um and uh i also happened to work in human resources uh as a recruiter um and i called alex for an interview and, and i'm going to let him take it from there but uh that's kind of how he and i yeah so for me, I, I grew up drawing and writing and creating, like, you know, back in grade school, me and my friends, we would just, like, make our own little characters and comics. You know, I, I would make handmade pop-up books when I was in grade school. Um, but always it's like, you know, I always wanted to draw. You know, I always loved drawing, loved, loved storytelling. But as I grew older and I started saying, like, okay, I'm all these people, could, you know, went to art school. I never went to art school, um, self-taught in everything that I do. And something, you know, for a lot of people who draw, it's like you, you hear the, the whole starving artist thing or you, you, if you don't have that support structure of like, you know, encouraging drawing or creativity, you kind of don't go down that path. And for me, most of my life, I was like, oh, I'm never going to be good enough to be a Marvel in DC. Let me get a real job or whatever. Um, until my first time going to New York Comic Con. And I discovered the webcomic scene of like, I see all these people who draw as good. I may be better than some. Some are maybe a little bit better than me. But it's like, I'm, I noticed like, okay, I don't have to draw for Marvel and DC. I could do my own thing. And it kind of harkened back to as a kid making those comics with friends. So I tried making my own webcomics, doing my own little illustrations. But I wasn't until like, um, you know, I got that call from Mark about coming for a, a day job. Of all things in this, we were the office I was interviewing with was the same office as DC Comics in Manhattan. And I get off the elevator and I see this Superman thing. I'm like, wait, am I in the right place? I thought this was a different company. I finally get to the right office, go in and mm -hmm. walk into Mark's office, and I see like the the 52 uh backdrop that you had, or like the Sandman stuff uh that you had, or like even your little figures. I'm like, this this isn't DC comics that I'm, I'm interviewing in. Right. It's like, no, 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 no. And with Mark and I, we spent the entire interview talking comics. When I met the person who would become my, my manager, I spent talking, I spent the time talking Legos and star Wars with him because he had Legos and star Wars in his office. And I'm like, okay, this is, this is a weird little situation that I'm in, but I'm going to ride with it. <clears throat> I get the job. Mark and I, we spent all of our lunch breaks talking comics. I find out, He's going to be at New York Comic Con. I was going to be at New York Comic Con. Find out he's a writer. He finds out I'm an artist. And just from me going saying, oh, if you're going to be there, I'll come and help you at your table to riffing through our lunch breaks and coming up with what would eventually become Damn Heroes. By that time of New York Comic Con, we have two floppies that he had done with, with Josh and 10 individual strips of what we did, which is Damn Heroes. And we're like, OK, maybe this thing can go somewhere. You know, and then now 10, 11 years later, we have volumes of damn heroes, a couple of trades under our belts and two, uh, one and maybe a second anthology on the way. Yeah. So it's like, that's kind of the, mm. the path we took. And it's just, just came from riffing and just to be like, yo, let's just do it with ourselves. See that that's what I love about this show in particular is we, you know, a lot of people will grow up in that type of aspect of whether whatever industry you're in, if I'm not in the hundred percent of the mainstream, I'm not good enough to be hundred percent of the mainstream, then I should just go and be a bean counter. And we're not knocking anyone who's counting beans for a living. If you're counting beans or for a living and you love that stuff, you count those beans until the sun don't shine no more. We love and support you. <laughs> but I don't like to count beans. Um, that's just who I am. I have an artistic soul. I need to have a microphone in front of me on a regular basis, or I just kind of feel off. Um, and you know, unless you were going to be on K rock, 
there was no there was no way to have uh, um, a career in the in this world. But now, I mean, we have one of the longest running sh you know shows in New Haven, knocking out of the park, just sitting and talking with cool people, you know, about the way that they go about things. That's and that's the story that we always want to bring through is because you guys are punk just, rock too. That's oh yeah, no, yeah, hell yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, you can say hell yeah. Heck yes. <laughs> heck yes. Heck yeah. Or shenanigans. But, you know, but that's really what, what it comes down to. And, and, and I mean, to be honest with you, we're so punk. We, we're so punk rock. I'm actually in a band that was nominated for a NEMA second year in a row for Best nice. Punk Act of 2023. So I'm just saying, you know, shameless plug, shameless plug, yada, yada, yada. Got to be, <laughs> be closing. Got to always be closing. Come on. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, wait. Yes, See, sir. This, this, yes this, sir. This is what's so incredible is when, when you get around art, artistic people and stuff like that, and especially artistic people that are engulfed in pop culture, you know, you can say ABC and you know what always be closing means. You know where that came from, you know, and mm -hmm. I love that that's really the root of your guys' story is by having a conversation about pop culture and about all the little different things that was even 10 years ago really considered more geek culture than mainstream culture is now at the forefront of mainstream culture. How does that feel? And also, why is Chasing Amy your favorite movie? Oh, I mean, I, I, Clerks is still is actually more of mine, but Chasing Amy was one of the ones that kind of lit, my, lit a fire under my tuchus. Uh, to, to get in, into more of the indie stuff too. Cause you know, without Kevin Smith, I probably would be a bean counter. So <laughs> yeah, same, same. Yeah. Same. We look actually, alike. that's why I mentioned him. I'm, I'm more yeah. of a, well, the, fun, the funny thing. Yeah. yeah. It, it is funny with the whole Kevin Smith thing as somebody who used, who grew up in New York and now is in New Jersey. I was a reverse. Cause I remember hearing them talk smack about New York and I'm like, Hey, wait a second, man. That's my hometown. Now it's like, oh wait, I'm one of them now. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, now that makes total sense. I <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will admit, I will admit that every time I need a random number, it's always 37. In a row. Mm. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> hold on, hold on. That's I how I know somebody's cool. Then oh, I have yes, to show yes. you this now. Nice. Nice. <laughs> the number 37 one, the 37 pop. So, <laughs> but no, Actually, that's, since that's we're showing what... up, this. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean this is mine. <laughs> I got it because it look. It looked like it looks like me. <laughs> Same. I used Same. to put it I on get... my desk. <laughs> I get mistaken. I'll turn my hat backwards the whole time. Actually, for for the longest time, whenever I would take my kids trick or treating, if I didn't have a costume, I would just throw a suit jacket on, and turn my hat backwards and wear shorts. <laughs> and they're like, everyone like, yeah, that's a great costume. I was like, yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> I was like, now give me your candy. Um, but enough <laughs> about me. Let, let's talk about you guys. So now going into what was it like to, you know, seriously develop your own strip, develop your own comic content, uh, concept, and tell us a little bit about your first book, you know, the start of it all. What is yeah. your what is your origin story, sir? Well, I'll, I'll tell you, like the writing piece, like I've been doing that for years. That was uh, that was always, you know, when when you're in school, oh, we get to write an essay. Awesome, I'm gonna ace this thing. I knew yep. I was gonna ace it. I, in fact, there were there were times I'd start writing the essay that morning and hand it in two hours later, right? Like I knew, all right, this is good. <laughs> um, that was never, that was never a problem for me. So I knew I loved writing. That that was easy. What I will say. Um, I, I spent some time actually reading how comic book scripts get laid out and how they look and, and did some actual research on it rather than just trying to write something and, hey, here you go, because, oh, I've seen this before, right? Right. Um, and then armed with that knowledge that I, I had some tales I knew I wanted to write, with some things I knew I wanted to do. Um, when it comes to Damn Heroes, I think it was a little bit different. So that's the, that's the webcomic strip that Alex and I do together. And it really wasn't work. It just kind of like, you know, writing is tough. Creating things is tough. Doing art is tough. But I think that combination of him and I kind of just riffing on stuff was more fun than work. It was just, you know, BSing about this, that, whatever. And, and suddenly a, you know, line of strips come out of it or, you know, one off or something like that. 
Yeah, it well, was definitely advantageous like, when we were in the same office together too, because it was like I said our, during our lunch break, or like a lot of you know people would see us in, in our offices together, and it's like, what what are they doing? Oh, they're doing that comic book thing. <laughs> so it's like just again. cracking jokes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no one go in there and disturb. They're writing right now. Did you put like a red light? Yeah. Like outside the door when the on red air. light's on. on yeah. Air. On air. Yeah. I wish. Well, the worst part about it is we couldn't really advertise it too much because we were essentially different departments. So there's like oh. there's no reason for Alex to be in HR's office on a daily basis unless he really has a problem with somebody before they realize, oh, they're just making comics. Wait, they're doing this in com- a company time? Like, lunch break, lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We we weren't doing it on company time. We were merely, you know, oh. we, we we were merely coming up with new ways and inventive ways for training videos. Uh, these are training yeah. stories, um, you know. And and every once in a while at work, you know, you have you have the damn it aspect, and and you have to be a hero. So damn it, be a hero. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and that's really where it all came from. That's that's the truth. No one was getting. No one was using company time. You know, we only we only poop on company time. That's what we do. That's that's the yes, only time yes, we, yes. we, we that can do take that. hours. Excessively. But nonetheless, yeah, nonetheless. it can take hours. It can take hours. Um, you know, but that's that that's so interesting and so awesome because you know, I'm hoping that the listener right now can understand that you can be creative whenever, wherever. You can be working for a company and be like, okay, I'm going to take this time and I'm going to take a couple minutes from myself. Because you need it. You need it for your mental health. You need it to, to move forward. You know, if it wasn't for creating, I would definitely have a hug me jacket on uh, every single day. Um, and I would probably be counting all the wonderful cracks in the ceiling. But thank goodness, uh, you know, we have these things that can take us further beyond just the, those normal type of aspects. Well, that's the thing. You got to, and you got to tell everybody, go try things, fail. Yep. You know, I mean, like I, look, what you get to see is the product of, of the things that we think we did right. We think, right. you know, we, we assume we did kind of sort of right, feels kind of good, whatever. But we have screwed up. That's not the word I want to use, but but I'm cleaning it up. I know. We've I appreciate up. that. Um, uh, you know, quite often, and I, and I tell people, listen, whatever it is, figure out your outlet and do it. And don't worry about what other people think, if they're going to buy it, if they like it, if they don't like it, who cares? Just go do it. Because... Suddenly, you look, look, this is 10 years for us. We've been doing this. Right. And it flies by, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, you no, know, the, I don't know if we've, we've found a success yet, but um, <laughs> the, more you, the more you fail, the better at it you'll get, if that makes sense. So, yeah. 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 No, we, we tell people here on, on the show all the time, anyone who ever asks me for a type of advice, I'm like, fail often and fail gloriously. You know, like just... As as just all in as you can possibly get, you know. I used to, you know, I'm a I'm a single father of of, of twin childrens, um, and when they were younger, um, during the summer we'd all wear shorts, and it was the scrapes and cuts that were on our knees that were our trophies that we had a good summer, um, and that's because we failed a lot at a lot of different things, you know. Failure is so super important, but yet. We are so programmed by society and, you know, everyone out of it's really coming from a place out of love. No one wants to see someone else fail or anything like that. Yeah. So I, I, I don't think that people you know, around you are being malicious when they're saying, um, don't do that. Go count beans. Um, I just think that they're they're worried about you and they, they want what's best for you. Um, not really realizing that what's best for you is putting pen to pieces of paper. Now, if I remember correctly, and remember, and as we could tell by the intro today, my brain if is not If you remember, there. we're on WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven. Myself, Preston, and my partner, Crime Long Island, Raised Elm City, made easy blues in the building. Easy blues continue. That was dope. Um, you guys also m- make beer? Thank you. Yes. Oh, see? And he's prepared. Oh, so, yeah. That bad boy. How did you guys bridge that gap? How did the, you know, the, the, and are you going to have like a comic <laughs> book about the brewing process? Like Brewman, is that, is that, is that coming soon? Did I just give you an idea? We've been talking about that. We've yeah, been okay. talking about that. But uh, Mark, I think Mark and I, we, we've, after a first few years, we we definitely use conventions as an excuse to try new beer and, and do like little mini, mini beer tours. Yeah. Uh, but Mark is the brewmaster there. He's, He's definitely like 
I pales and you know he's he's the brew guy. I'm I'm more of a whiskey guy, but mm. when it comes to beer, that's Mark. That's that's mostly Mark. Yeah, yeah. my untapped is crazy. It's got uh, I don't yeah. know three thousand, you know, thirty five hundred unique beers in it. That sort of thing. I'm I'm always looking for something different, but that's great because you got to know what you like and and just kind of get a sense of of how things work so you can put it all together. Um, I've been brewing. I forget how many years now, to be perfectly honest. But a buddy of mine got a kit, and he's like, "Hey, you want to try this?" I'm like, "Yeah, let's try it." And uh, there was a great place uh, in Monroe, uh, Maltos, that um, unfortunately isn't around anymore. Um, but uh, you know, we I got a kit too, and started, and then started with um, you know some of the the uh, the kind of in in the box sort of stuff they had, and then and now it's just a, it just Keep adding to the setup. Keep looking for different ways to do things. It's all grain now. It's the um, the most recent one I made that I bottled on Wednesday uh, is a uh, a fest beer. So it's an Oktoberfest, um, and uh, it's it's just a nice, real easy drinking. Although probably about eight and a half percent alcohol, um, you know, fest beer. So a little bit more kind of on that lager side of things, the malty side of things with. Uh, a little bit of almost like a heath bar flavor to it. So um really. Oh, yeah. we're gonna talk. I will definitely be stealing a few bottles. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna have look you 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 have uh peaked both the um the the addictive sides of my genes and the fat kid sides of my genes. Um so I am fully I am I am fully with a heath bar that can get you drunk. What? I used to dream of that in fifth grade with my That's comic crazy. books. This is amazing. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's also how we bridge the gap. A lot of times, it's like you know, you want to have something to drink while you're reading. Um, yes. So. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, actually, in fact, the um, the label of the label of the beer is one of our characters too. So you know, that is that well, is that, a, a oh, and that's, that's cool. And that's, that's one of the cool. things that 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 I truly appreciate is you know when nice. you when you can cross brand when you can cross market it makes so much sense and then you know also you have like that subliminal stuff like I'm sure a couple of the characters might go to the go to the refrigerator and you know you show that your beer is in that refrigerator and now they can be part of that world by cracking open that beer all of that is so super important, and I'm pretty positive you guys just do that just because it's fun. And you, I, I love Easter eggs. I'm a big fan of Easter eggs. Um, <laughs> and the, the more you can put in there, the, the better. What is your favorite Easter egg, and, and how can we spoil it for people? Ooh, ooh, wait, oh, wait, wait. I, I, I got you. I got you. Alex, I got this one, and I want to give Alex props for it because every time we do a television in, in Damn Heroes, if you see a TV, Alex takes one of our panels from our comic books, so from Horsemen or Sign, or The Ascendant, or one of those, and puts it up there like they're watching it on TV. Um, yeah. And I love well, it. Even, even better, like I, some of the things I've, I've put in there are things that we haven't released yet, which is even better. So it's like a oh. Pixar pre-Easter egg thing. But nice. also, in some of, especially, I did it more in our early strips, um, but sometimes I do it in the newer ones. I'll put like these little weird Easter eggs that are hard to, to catch. So if you see it, it's like a reward. Like in one of the early strips, I put Modoc as a lawn ornament, and this was before Modoc made it to pop culture, like to like the oh. modern zeitgeist. This was like again ten years ago, you know, when Modoc was just like maybe like real like hardcore fans knew who that who the hell that was, or um, like if you watch the Tick, you know, the whole, when Chairface does the the graffiti on the moon, essentially. I kind of had something similar to that in one of our books where to imply that our character did the same thing to the moon. Right. Never explained how it got there, but if you see a moon on in Damn Heroes, there is always the little symbol of Dr. Entropy on it. <laughs> so it's like no. stuff. I love Easter eggs. No, Easter eggs are so super important. And, I, you know, I remember them being... I remember when uh, DVDs like first really came through um, and then you literally had like the Easter egg hidden in the, the menu screen and that's how you could do the karaoke version of Shrek. Uh, and it was one of like the coolest things humanly possible to see like deleted scenes and stuff like that. So like even on this show, like sometimes when we'll have some hip hop artists or some music artists that a lot of people won't know, I'll go to their uh, Apple music page and I'll use their song titles 
and mm -hmm. I'll tell the intro story all using their song titles just because it's fun and it's fun to just kind of give that that little extra thing there. So when you guys are moving forward and, and pushing, you know, what is that truest inspiration for you guys that that makes you guys continue to go through? Oh, that varies. It, yeah. I just love what we do. Well, Honestly, I think I get a lot of you off of going out, meeting people, having people come say they love what we do. I think Alex and I kind of, you know, um, feed each other's energy. Josh does the same thing for us. I mean, it, it's, you know, just, just I think a lot of ways it's kind of creating because we know people enjoy it. That's That's really what it comes down to, you know? Well, I think I think also Mark and I we do have some of the same inspirations, and um, if you the one through line just coincidentally in a lot of our stuff is mythology, um, you know, like superheroes is the modern mythology. So a lot of our you know our superhero stuff that's obvious, but like coincidentally, like I'm big on mythology, and so is Mark. Most of our stories, like either Greek mythology, we have some Babylonian mythology. Um, we actually mo our most recent thing, which has yet to be published, was um, a story about you know the children of Ares. You know, um, and they're like, you know, beefing together. Um, you know, we have one of our kids books about Babylonian mythology. Um, mm -hmm. We have something else that's coming out about like, I guess it's more on the Celtic side with with fairies and such and the fae folk. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Just, you know, coincidentally, like, um, actually, in to, to bring it back around to We Suck at Comics, both of our contributions to this, Mark's is based off of, I think it was Babylonian mythology as well. Mine is more of um, Greek folklore in a sci-fi setting. Um, which actually, going back to Easter eggs, if somebody can spot the back, there's one opening scene. If they can spot where that's from, extra points. If you tell, if you tell me this at a con, where I what I use as reference. Um, but yeah, like mythology is definitely something that really inspires us, and we do a lot of with that. Um, yeah, I think music too, but like that's more subtle. So, <laughs> what, can they their extra, what can they do with their extra points when they get them, though, Alex? That's the question. I mean, depends on what we have at the table, really, and what show they're at. <laughs> it's a high five. They get an extra high five. That's what it is. You don't give nothing away for we'll free. Give free give nothing away. Yeah, high fives is the only thing we give away for free. Everything else, what, you got to you purchase. What's the saying? For, first taste is free? <laughs> yes. Well, first I mean, taste is always free. Tickets. If you bring enough tickets, right? I mean, you can get like a little, like the, the mustache yeah. comb or yes. uh, I, I don't know. What else? Is there a sticker, maybe? <laughs> we do have stickers. We generally do have stickers. And we'll, yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to, I didn't mean for the awkward sound, but I said I said stickers will be cool. I'm sorry about this. I'm just gonna be yeah. a fly. <laughs> no, no worries, dude. That was spider, awesome. So let me just back up. Awesome. Uh, as you can see, I love, I love stickers. <laughs> we have stickers, plenty of stickers. Yeah. yeah. Well, nice. And that's that's something that that's really important too, and really, really like the combination of the music scene and the comic scene and kind of like that counterculture scene <laughs> are stickers. You know, when when Preston and I went to Trificon. You know, it was it was the stickers that led us the way when we could not find the proper bus to get on. You know, it was like, okay, well, this is a Trificon sticker five towns over, so we must be close. And here we are playing, you know, you know, Carmen San Diego while trying to figure out how to get there at yeah. six o'clock in the morning. Ooh. <laughs> you see <laughs> you all know. the stickers I have here. Yeah, I know. I, like I was like, ooh, stick on my nice. Head. I'm sorry, man. I'm I'm I my ADHD just kicked in like ridiculous. I'm sitting there <laughs> trying to prove a point, and all of a sudden I'm like, "Ooh, shiny!" Um, <laughs> I'm just surprised like you haven't like been looking at my backdrop and getting distracted because all like the little things I have on here. A hundred percent of the time, between that and the Pittsburgh thing, I I'm 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 just kind of like lost right now. I'm lost in <laughs> in, the, in the actual yeah, sauce. But that's like the sticker culture is so so huge, you know, and there's. If I find a stop sign in any area that doesn't at least have one sticker on it, I don't want to be in that area. Like, this is not a fun area. More than likely, they're not going to like people who look like me. Um, you know, I have too many tattoos or my beard is too scraggly for them. And, and that's fine. But, like, and then I'm going to also probably attack their stop sign with a million and a half stickers because I can. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. That that was going to be my question. I was going to say, why don't you have stickers that you could just start slapping on these suckers? Oh yes. Oh yeah. No Peng penguin stickers happen all all, all the time. It's so funny because you're the Pittsburgh <laughs> Penguins. My band is Shame Penguin, so it, it just works out. You know. And the one time we played Philly, I have the the Pittsburgh colors for the hat. And they didn't like, run you out of town, huh? <laughs> yeah, they were like, oh, this is great. 
this is this is you you get us i was like not really i made a mistake when i ordered this hat um and it just happened to work out in my favor today <laughs> you know? so you know as you guys are continuing to evolve you state that you know um mythology is a big influence in you guys you know punk rock's a big influence in you guys beer is a big influence in you guys you know so what can we expect what's the next influence what haven't you tapped into well we're we're doing a lot more with anthologies and the reason is um as you can see alex is holding uh we suck at comics volume one which was literally a 288 page volume that you might have seen at Terrificon. Um, it's a weighty tome. Um, but um, we're actually we're working on volume two now. We've put a call for submissions out for volume two. Uh, if you go to our website, waywardraven.com, you'll actually see um, the submissions form and what we're looking for and whatnot. But the driving reason is. It's all about engaging the community, right? I mean, it, it's it's just that comic book community. We want people who want to be involved. And so, you know, high tide raises all boats. Our goal is to bring in our, our friends and other folks who want to create and help them through that process. So um, we're looking for folks right now that, that have stuff they want to submit. Um, that's beautiful right there. Yeah. Oh. Oh, so yeah, like one thing, one thing just coincidentally, um, when I was when we were putting together this book, we were told it's very much like a, like an old punk rock zine, yep. and it's like it's spiritually very connected to that because like the whole point and for people who are listening and not watching, at the beginning of every contributor's page, I have a little bio of them, and it's not just like a boring you know bio. It is like I mean, it includes like their projects and you know who they are and how to find them on social media and whatever. So because again. We're promoting people. We're like, this is how you can find more from this person. Um, yeah. We have a lot of like little funny uh, jokes, like you know, like are you wearing pants? Why or why not? Or you know, what's your pirate <laughs> name and stuff like that to keep it a little right. silly and whimsical. Um, like on mine, you know, being that I'm 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 a huge tech nerd too. I did my answer. I answered one of the questions as ASCII art, just just <laughs> just be to be fun, just be a little different. Um, but you know. To go back to the punk rock thing, yeah, like people were saying, you know, like, yo, this is like a zine. You like you basically printed a thick zine. I'm like, yeah, that's that's exactly what we're going for because, like Mark was saying, it's the community. You know, we've done we've done a couple of signings at some local local uh, bookstores. You know, because like, yeah, we want to try to make some cash, but also we want to foster that community because, you know, some like as people who are coming up, the, I mean, and again, the reason why we call it, we suck at comics is there's a lot, it feels like very isolating when you're trying to do this alone. And it wasn't until like maybe five, ten, 10 years in, like, no, yeah, probably five years in when we started realizing, oh, we're not alone in this. There's a bunch of other people who started like us and are at different points in the process. And we're like, we need to remind people, we all suck at comics. We all are part of this community and we need to kind of help each other out. So it's like, you know, yeah, we're trying to make some cash, you know, like everybody else, but we're not we're trying to help each other out too. And that is something we really, truly, you know, practice what we preach on that. So like, we're, you know, at cons, we're always answering questions. We're always honest with people. It's like, you know, and we don't, you know, I, I've heard some people who view like each other, you know, other creators as competition. We don't, we're like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll flat out say, yo, this person next to me, his art, his, her art much better than mine. You know, I'm always, and like, you know, like at a con, especially like you might have people like they're looking between your table at somebody else. I'm like, look at them first, then come to me. I'm making sure the person next to me is right. is making some money, too, is getting their word out there, too. So, yeah, well, no, that's that's super important. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So I was going to even say that the first issue, the theme was rejection. Right. Mm. Like yep. send, send us your, you know, send us your stuff that's been rejected. Send us the stuff that's about rejection, whatever it is, tie the theme in. Part of what Alex did with that panel was was ask people why why does your story fit the theme of rejection, right? Mm -hmm. um, because we want those stories, and and sometimes they're the they're the most interesting stories, right? I look, I I love I love Marvel, DC, I love the traditional comic books and stuff like that, but the stuff I really really like is the stuff that kind of brings in that human element, that that thing that that you know makes us all kind of who we are right um and and even in this next volume 
the submissions were the theme is coloring outside the lines. Mm-hmm. We want stuff that's different. We want stuff that isn't just you know traditional. That's not saying we don't like the traditional stuff and we'll turn it away, but by all means, like send us your crazy stuff. We want to see it. You know. Yeah, actually, well, speaking not- of different, like oh sorry. Ahead, oh, no, I, I just want to just piggyback off the great stuff that both of you just said. Uh, that's pretty much the reason why we wanted you guys on the show. Uh, most booths that we went to, or actually not most booths that we went to, most booths that I usually go to when I go to cons, um, there's no really interaction when it comes to the fans. It's uh, mm-hmm. pretty much just like a salesman approach, and we we feel pitched instead of have yeah. like a connection with people. And for yeah. what mm-hmm. you guys said with conventions and comic cons, that's the same reason I joined. And I just started knowing about conventions about two years ago. Um, just a whole bunch of crazy people like me and with the same amount of weirdness that's expressing ourselves. There's like really a no judgment zone there. You can be who you want to be uh, like a Miles Morales or an Easy Blues. You may have an Easy Blues cosplayers <laughs> in the foreseeable future. You may never know. <laughs> Unfortunately. But, um, it's just a fat yeah. guy with beard. Unfortunately. Ah, be proud of yourself, buddy. Be proud of yourself. Proud of yourself. But, hey man, um, I'm there with you. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I got you. I got you. you. Know? There you go. But but generally, like, it's really just meaningful you two just saying that, having connections with the fans and talking to them because, like, they're the reason you're here. And I feel like a lot of people at these conventions, not just comics, but just in general, uh, don't really know that and are just in it for the bucks. So I just really appreciate you, just you guys saying that. But go ahead, easy. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it it's it's so mm. super important, and 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 that's like the the biggest key aspect. You know, even like in doing music or or doing like this radio show, you know, there I do think that other people are competition, but in that friendly type of way, like this person just knocked it out of the park. Now I've got to go knock it out of the park, and hopefully, yeah. like by me stepping up, they're going to want to step up even more. And then you're just giving the best content out there. You know, we talk about it all the time. Uh, right. Preston and I are huge wrestling fans. But we understand that if you know it's not one company is better than the other company, it's the fact that you know there's now multiple coverage for and you can get the best content out there. You know, like Tuesday night, it doesn't matter who's on the show, as long as you guys are putting out the best content humanly possible, you're gonna do the best. Don't rely on the name, rely on the content itself. And I love that you guys are doing Mm -hmm. that. I love that you guys are bringing also kind of back that punk rock zine type of feel a lot of people have switched over to the internet when it comes down to stuff like that and there's a whole bunch of different punk rock zines that are out there i mean we even have the new haven noise um Mm. you know out out here in particular and and you know i'm i I shout them out because they've been very kind of shame penguin so i'll be very okay with them Mm. right now um so we're okay on wnhhlp 103.5 fm new haven myself miles morales and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City made EZ Blues is in the building. We got Wayward Raven Media with what us up? and blessing us on behind the brand. Go ahead, EZ. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it, it's it's uh, it's it's super incredible to see. Um, now, besides doing the the compilations with the We Suck at Comics, um, are you guys getting to the point where maybe you wanted would work with you know an outside story writer that you, you could could pair up with or maybe another outside artist to try to help branch out because like when we do music videos i make sure you know we we have the a different director and a different type mm-hmm. of actor so they're ridiculously sharing and you're putting out the the larger umbrella is that what's on on the thing that i just uh yeah. a spoiler alert no, we we do that kind of anyway. We we we've been uh, we use different various artists for for you know pencilers, inkers, colorists, um, letterers, that sort of thing. We we have been um, since the beginning. But then even so, like we we're always looking for folks that want to collaborate. Actually, Alex may want to tell you about Sebastian, um, so I'll I'll let him do that. But uh, yeah, so so coincident from the coincidentally- story. No, 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 no. This is oh, yes. this is a really funny coincidence because so when we came up with Damn Heroes, for whatever reason, we named the char- the main character Sebastian. He's the butt of all jokes. And then over time doing this, we met this dude Sebastian, who's like a very close friend of ours. Sebastian Bonet, definitely look him up. He's an amazing artist too and creator. Um, and then you know over time, we're just kind of riffing ideas as is the foundation of Damn Heroes, and we're like, hey. Isn't it funny that our main character is named Sebastian and we have a friend named Sebastian now? What if we bring Sebastian into Damn Heroes? So our friend Sebastian Bonet did a a guest run where him and Sebastian unite against us. 
in the comic. And and it all started with like, uh, you know, one one year um, I was going to miss Comic-Con. Actually, no, so even before someone, that. Someone went to freaking Hawaii or something like that. Well, no, it was, it was, it was also before that because it's like, you know, so I, I was planning on, on ditching NYCC one year because I was going to Hawaii because my buddy was getting married and my wife is like, Sorry, babe, you're missing Comic Con for because we're going to freaking Hawaii. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, I know, right? Fun in the sun, you know, New York City, meh. unacceptable, <laughs> unacceptable. <laughs> but we always we always used to make the joke that that Sebastian was Alex number two because he was like the backup that day that year. Um, and you know, we don't we don't look alike at all. But some people just said, oh, you just you know replaced him with somebody who looks similar. I'm like, I don't see the the relationship, but whatever. So that's been kind of a running joke. And when it came into into the comic, the idea was they replaced us with Sebastian Bonet. And it was this, you know, I think it was like a good 10 strip run. No, it yeah. was like 12. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it, it was cool because we had them both drawing it. So I started out writing it like Alex writes this, right? And then yeah. it kind of morphed into Alex does maybe the first panel and then Sebastian kind of picks it up. And you could see where the Sebastian kind of replaced Alex as, you know, as kind of the, the person who I was working with. And then like, it kind of goes through with Sebastian's artwork, which of course, you know, not to ruin it for you, but I get my comeuppance for replacing Alex and find myself out of a job also. Um, <laughs> so that then kind of the whole plan is how do we get this back? And and so you, right. you kind of see it then slowly morph back into Alex's artwork. So um, it was pretty cool. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And like we've I've included him now as like a background character here and there as like a little Easter egg. Well, yeah. if you if you've got the page handy, you ought to show off the page in Sebastian's piece. Yes. Like, yes. Um in We Suck at Comics <laughs> Volume One, where he's got now Sebastian's also a huge wrestling fan. So he's got the two of us nice. in the crowd, right? Yeah. Um, in fact, his whole story is about like like wrestling and yeah. stuff. So like he put our damn heroes characters in the yeah. background. In the audience, which is awesome. Nice. Um, although he he got the colors wrong on my 3D glasses, so I'm gonna have to yell at him for that one. Uh, <laughs> did he get them wrong, or did he get them just wrong enough that they doesn't have to pay copyright? Damn it! That's the plan. <laughs> There's always a catch. I'm saying There's the second, the second one. He is a crappy. Uh, easier singing the same son thing. of a so and so. Same thing. Same thing. The second one. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, <laughs> but um. To kind of to kind of add to the whole collaboration aspect, we've also taken our our a stab at publishing. In the past, we we've published a, a series called The Committee, which was created and illustrated by a young man named uh, James Emmett. And we have something else coming out soon mm-hmm. by uh, a, a young lady named Catherine Blakeney, and she is awesome because she's like a female Indiana Jones. Like she's literally, I think, if she's not on her way back from Egypt right now on a dig to NYCC, she's probably going to be there soon. Um, so we're getting ready to publish her her graphic novel, um, which is uh, there's an excerpt of it in We Suck at Comics, Volume One. <laughs> so wait a second, is this the comic book person you're right the, the comic book writer, the comic book author, or is this the the per- the comic the character? Because I'm female Indiana everything. Jones. I'm like, yo, I'm in for that book. Like, let's go. Yeah. And now you're actually talking about the person. So you're going to pass yes. that that in, you're going to pass us that information because that's an interview that needs to happen. I need to interview <laughs> a female yeah. Indiana Jones, and mm-hmm. I mean not to be weird, but the whip's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's even it's even funnier when you meet her in real life. She's 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 an amazing person. Um, if oh, I think she, she's supposed to be at NYCC, right? Or is she coming this year? Yeah, I will see her at NYCC. Okay, yeah. cool, cool, yeah. cool. We'll see if we can help set it up. It's awesome. Um, but yeah, so like we're publishing her entire thing. She wrote it, illustrated, lettered. She did everything in the book. We're just basically putting it together and shipping it out for her. Um, in the past, when we've done these collaborations, it's usually like James, I think he he wrote and penciled it and did some of the inks, but we hooked them up with an inker, colorist, and letterer. Yeah. Uh, Catherine's just doing the whole thing herself. Um, and we've been talking to people about doing more of those projects. They're, you know, um, I know we have a kids book that we're also try- getting ready to release that was illustrated by somebody by a really amazing artist. Um, I think Mark, but it was Mark's script. So yeah. like, we kind of juggle a, a lot of stuff, you know, as part of the whole all you know high tide raises all boats, you know. So it, it's it's so awesome because you know uh, that's actually you know 
Shane Penguin's whole aspect out here is we, we try to make sure that, you know, we want to be the tide that rises. We don't want to be the boat. Um, so I, I love that you guys are saying pretty much the same thing that I say. And I, it's, it's fantastic. Um, but as you guys are continuing to move forward and, and continuing to grow, you know, and you're opening now the doors more for publishing and, and those different aspects, you know, will we start to see maybe even like a live action or will we start to see, you know, more like a, a um, you know, a cartoon that, that has movement? Is that, is that the next evolution or are we doing VR? Like what's, what, what, where's the, where's the ceiling? Is it glass? And can we break through it in an elevator? That's what I need to know. I kind of like to think we're just digging ourselves deeper into a hole. So it's instead of going upwards, we're going, we're just descending <laughs> downwards. <laughs> Our elevator goes we're best down. Friends now. We're, we're best friends now. We're best friends now. <laughs> no. Um, so animation is something we've always talked about. Um, we don't have that skill set in house. We've been talking to people about maybe doing it. It's, it's definitely out there. I know we've tried pitching to like studios or whatever, but that hasn't, you know, we're, we're nowhere, nothing to announce yet. Um, as a side note, I honestly, what, you know, my, my other love is video games and I, I'm, my day job is I'm a coder and I've always wanted to make a game, but nothing, you know, like I would love to take one of our characters to make a game. That's just something, a, a dream of mine. I, I think once as a goof, when I was trying to teach myself something, I, I made a little Mario style game with, with Sebastian, but nothing that I'm, you know, that I could show off. It was just literally just an idea. It's um, me, but like, Sebastian. Uh, <laughs> only this time everybody jumps on his head no um <laughs> that would be on brand that would be on brand yeah, that would be on brand exactly exactly yeah so like yeah the, yeah it's there it's just nothing nothing solid yet but it's we're, we're exploring that stuff you know so well, th- th- this is the portion of the show where i start to throw out stupid ideas that are awesome um and i was i was actually thinking instead of like doing it where it's moving especially now with tiktok and stuff like that just doing it voiceovers over your panels um you know releasing a couple of pages at a time you know we saw that work really well i believe on netflix they did that with x-men uh, a, a couple of many many moons ago um and i think that'd be real good and that'd be real punk rock and i mean if you guys need anyone to do voiceovers uh we have microphones we have nice. the technology. <laughs> nice. That would be awesome. Kind of like that idea. <laughs> Absolutely correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I recognize oh, that oh, piece. That's, I love that. Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. That, yeah. That is fantastic. See, that, that, that also just goes to show like where my creative mind goes. Because uh, for those who, who are listening... He just showed this mashup I did of Bender with the Infinity Stones, but like I really went in depth of like, no, he would he wouldn't have a gauntlet. He'd have rings and jewelry. So, and he wouldn't have yeah. just the one, you know, the the initial set. He would have gone to the multiverse and stole a bunch of Infinity Stones from other people, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's so it's so important and it's so so super interesting, and I love. That's one of the things that really drew us um, to to your guys' booth is is the mashup aspect of it because my brain lives in mashup. Like it's just <laughs> you know whether it be music or yeah, that's another dope one. <laughs> nice. That's my childhood yeah. right there. <laughs> <laughs> but also, you can see that happen. Like in my head, that has happened a million and a half different times, um, and I just think it's it's absolutely amazing. <laughs> You know, my um, choking my pocket raccoons. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Like my, my little sister used to be Elmira, and you know, we <laughs> actually got her a fur ball to carry around just so she wouldn't choke the dog. You know? <laughs> awesome. So I like I I love that. It t- touches my very soul. But yeah, man, if you guys want to do that, man, I'm totally down. We could totally do some voiceover work. I can do different voices. Uh, so <laughs> whatever you guys need. Oh, yes. there it is. Oh, there, we go. <laughs> there it is. Spider-punk? Yes. So you actually, you guys would appreciate this. Um, yes. You know, like sketch, I, you can see I have some sketch covers on my uh, on my wall here. No, I, my is. friends are in a band, and as mm-hmm. a little gift for them, I took her band and made them all spider characters. I made her as... Oh, that's um, cool. Uh, she was Spider-Gwen. Her husband was Miles Morales, but I gave him a silver afro because at the time he had like silver fro and dreads and stuff. I made Spider Punk oh, their wow. bassist um, because at the time That's I don't cool. think they had 
gotten their actual basis now. And then I did Spider Ham as their drummer, even though they don't have a drummer in their band. Um, shameless plug, their name, they're called Cut Like This. Amazing band. Great friends of mine. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, well, good. We'll continue to talk, too, because we can do some show shares between CT and, uh, and, and uh, New Jersey. Because, uh, dude, I, I, love, I love playing, and I, any type of time I can get out in front of a crowd, and I, a crowd that's never seen us before, that's even more fun because they don't know what to expect. Awesome. And then all of a sudden, I've jumped on their shoulders, and they're giving me a piggyback <laughs> um, around the entire venue. Um, it's, you laugh. That's happened. Preston's been there. <laughs> I'm the dude, dude you're talking to open... I was gonna say you're talking to the guy who's been in a mosh pit in a full black suit, so I'm, I'm yeah, there with word. you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I like I if, they, if the if the place gives me a wireless mic, I go outside and yell it because mm-hmm. the, I believe the smokers need to see the show too. So nice, <laughs> awesome, very, very, very important. But now you know now that you guys are are moving forward and everything, you know what type of advice do you have for other than submit your stuff to We Suck at Comics too? Just well, the first uh, thing, go to way, waywardraven.com. Uh, yeah. <laughs> waywardraven.com, submit your stuff. But go try it. I mean, seriously, like, like what, what's, what harm is there in you try something that doesn't work out? Okay, fine. You know what? It gets put in the back shelf somewhere. You try the next thing. You ch- keep going. You don't stop. You find that time to just keep working at it and hold that time sacred right? Make sure you go out and do it because you know what? Otherwise you're going to always say, well, I wish I had done this. You know, no one wants to live in the, I wish I did something. Just do it. Well, adding to that, get your stuff out there. You know, it, that's the scariest thing as an, as a creative person, having people see your work, but the more you get your stuff out there, the less scary it's going to be, you know? And this is spoken as an introvert, you know, I'm like, I'm an introvert. I mean, I sound like it, but I am an introvert. But the hardest thing to do was get was get that first post up of my artwork. It's it gets easier. It the gets, hardest yeah. thing I have to do, Alex, Mark, we love both of you. We got to get you guys back on. Um, oh yeah. Oh, we are approaching. We really got a couple seconds left for the broadcast, and <laughs> um, I just want to thank you for just being a part of this whole, whole craziness, uh, my craziness, Easy's craziness. And this is not the last time. And we appreciate you guys so much, especially with the whole connection on WNHH, LP, 103.5 FM, myself, Miles, and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City made, EZ Blues is in the building. I'll see you at the con this weekend. Thank you, guys. See you. Thank you. See you there. Mm -hmm. Wondering what to write about. Trying to figure out what it's all about. Socialist. Am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know. I don't know.